Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show, my special guest is a very good friend of mine and we're going to be talking about the brain and brain science and how uh, we can take from our mind and create a reality or create matter in our current reality. It's going to be really exciting. But before I introduce who my special guest is, I just want to remind you that when the show is over, don't forget to click the link below this video so that you can download the ebook version of my book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So you can well, read that at your leisure. So please let me introduce my special guest, Dawson Church. Hi, Dawson. How are you? <laughs> hey, Natalie. I'm doing great. And good to see you as always. As always, my friend. Um, now, uh, you have a new book out called Mind to Matter, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. And uh, you have been a guest on my show before. Um, but for those people who may not have caught the previous show, can you give us a little bit of a background about what it is that you do and how you got to writing this particular book? Sure. Well, I do research. I also do charitable work, training people to use various tools to reduce their stress levels and shift their both their psychological and their biological reality. So I teach meditation. I teach EFT tapping. And so for the next for the last 15 years or so, I have had a program called the Veterans Stress Project that treats veterans free of charge using these tools to help them with PTSD. And so my mission is to help train people and help them apply these things to really make a big impact on their health and well-being. Great. So, um, and we were just talking before we started recording the show about how you had a previous, what was the name of the previous book? Previous book was called The Genie in Your Genes. It's about epigenetics and the whole way that you're thinking, you're feeling, your experiences affect your gene expression. That's right. And it was quite an uh, encyclopedia uh, of a book because <laughs> it really did cover everything. And, and epigenetics is a fairly new kind of science. So, uh, so what is specifically is that science? Well, we used to think that it's all in your genes, that our genes determine everything from our height to our eye color to our hair color, all of those characteristics of our, our bodies and also our minds and our experience. We now realize, though, that only about 15% of your genes code for those fixed characteristics. The other 85% are engaged dynamically based on your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your experiences, and your environment. And so the gene in your genes is all about the whole idea that as you change your thoughts, as you change your consciousness, you change your awareness, as you, especially as you de-stress yourself, when your stress level drops, all kinds of genes are turned on or off and they have a big effect on your body. So that was the whole science behind that and it's now become a huge factor in people's awareness, not just psychologically, but medically as well. Yeah, absolutely. So with Mind to Matter, what, what inspired you to write this book? A crazy thing. It was just a, a whim. I was doing a bunch of radio shows because my wife in the car plays all of the CDs by Abraham Hicks. And they say, your thoughts create a reality. So I'd sit there in the car when she was driving, CDs playing, thinking, that's a nice metaphysical idea. But to, to a science researcher like me, there's no science behind that. And I thought, well, or is there? So I thought, well, I know, I know based on research that as our thoughts change, for example, the levels of cortisol in our bloodstream change. So I know I can show with my research that as we change our shift our thinking, shift our emotions, that it directly affects the levels of hormones like cortisol and DHEA, also neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine. So I, I knew that was the, the case. But I thought, is there actually a cause 
and effect relationship between a thought and a thing. And can I trace every single link in that chain from your thought to your thing scientifically? So I set on a long quest to see if that was true. I interviewed lots of scientists, I read lots of studies. And Natalie, I went from being a scoffer about all this to being a believer. I was amazed at what I found. I found studies showing that as our thoughts change, our brain waves change, our brain function change, changes, and that changes the literal physical matter of our brains. In one of the uh, one of the case histories, the book is full of case histories as well of people who've applied thoughts to things in their lives and seen miraculous results. But one of the show host didn't believe in meditation, mindfulness, tapping, all of that stuff, and he took an eight-week mindfulness course and. These researchers from Monash University measured the volume of each part of his brain before and after that eight weeks. So in eight weeks, they measured all kinds of characteristics of his body and his brain. And after the eight-week course, they found that the part of his brain that governs emotional regulation, the ability to actually regulate your feelings, had grown by 22.8%. And that's in eight weeks. So our brains are rewiring themselves based on our thinking. Our hardware or our brains is reformatting itself based on the software of our minds all the time. That's just one of about a hundred case stories in Mind Matter that I share that will just absolutely astonish you by how much your brain, your mind, your thoughts, your consciousness is affecting your body and the whole world around you. Right. So you were just saying he did an eight-week mindfulness course. So what does that look like? Like, how does, you know, what does that look like? And how do you know, and how does that, you know, uh, change our brain function? Well, for example, things like road rage, things like annoyance with team members around you, annoyance with people in your life, uh, self-critical thoughts you have about your, your own life, your own body, disappointments you've had, all of these things are affecting you. And when we hook people up to EEGs or MRIs, we see that their brains tend to process information in certain ways. Now, when day after day you for example had been getting into road rage on your commute from home to work each day and now you practice these techniques and you're calm so subjectively you have this experience that i have this better emotional time now when i'm in the car so subjectively you feel better and you've learned to calm yourself but what you don't realize is that all kinds of neurotransmitters and hormones are changing in your body. In my research, we showed that your cortisol levels are dropping. Your levels of immune factors, this is one we measure called immunoglobulin, are rising. And as you de-stress yourself, all of these relaxation responses kick into place in your bodies. And after a while, those literally start to change your brain. Because we know from neural plasticity that if you pass a signal through a neural bundle, over and over and over and over again, that neural bundle gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So if you're passing the signals of fear and annoyance and irritation and resentment and guilt and shame and all those negative emotions, if you're using those neural pathways, then your brain starts to rewire itself. You become more and more and more like that. But if you become mindful, if you relax when that person cuts you off in traffic, if when that team member says something annoying to you and, and life doesn't work out the way you planned, you know how to breathe and tap and relax and release all those negative emotions. Eventually, those neural pathways start to shift and all of the neural pathways that govern the emotions like appreciation, like gratitude, like joy, like like 
life appreciation. And all of these, these things start to shift as your emotions shift, your brain starts to rewire itself. And after just eight weeks, you start to have new neural tissue in your, your, your brain, and then you become resilient. So when bad stuff happens, you are no longer being pulled into it. You have the resilience, the ability to have that dominance of those good thoughts and those stress-free experiences in your life. So your whole life starts to shift when you do those kinds of practices. Right. So uh, this is fascinating because, you know, I teach a lot of, um, you know, how to incorporate daily practices that are, in my words, I say raising your vibration. So putting you in that, that higher, that elevated emotion uh, as long as possible. But what you're also saying is it's not just that. It's also, you know, uh, cortisol levels and, and hormones and a whole bunch of physiological changes that are happening within our body at the same time. I'll give you one simple example. So those things happening at the same time and they have effects over time. So when you're practicing mindfulness, practicing tapping, practicing breathing, practicing centering, grounding, all of these things over time, your body starts to shift. And I mentioned that this particular TV host that his part of his brain responsible for emotional regulation, it's called the dentate gyrus, grew 22.8% in eight weeks. All of those hormones shift and so after a while, these things start to drastically change the whole way your body works. You're much healthier. And over time, the results are much better. So one piece of research, just one of the many in the book, shows that optimists, people who are happy and optimistic and explain the world in a hopeful perspective, optimists live on average eight years longer than pessimists. So if you're miserable and you're seeing the world through dark glasses rather than rose-colored glasses, then that's taking a toll on your health. And you have eight years left to play with your grandchildren, travel the world, serve a charity, do all the things you might have otherwise done. So it takes a big toll. That's just one study. If, you're, if, you, if you don't know how to regulate your stress, if you are emotionally reactive, if you're angry, all of those things wreak havoc with your body over long, the long term. And you have a much less healthy life and a much shorter life. Right. So um, I can imagine that you had a lot of you have a lot of case studies in the book. What's probably one of the most uh, fascinating or most memorable stories that you can share with us? Well, one of them is to do with money, and uh, <laughs> I laugh because uh, this story is just so outrageous. And so I have stories drawn because you know everyone loves science, but just giving you statistics and numbers and facts and figures isn't enough. The book had to have lots and lots of real life case stories from people. And they are stunning stories of how they manifested from mind to matter. The whole last half of the book is, is doing this outside of ourselves. The first half of the book is all about doing it in our bodies for our health. The whole last half is how we affect molecules and atoms and the material reality around us, often at long distance. And, and these, these are just wild stories. One particular one struck me though, because uh, we have a mutual friend, his name is Raymond Aaron, and he was the co-author of the book, Chicken Soup for the Parent's Soul. And Raymond teaches classes, and week-long classes, week-long retreats. And at the beginning, he asks people, what's your goal? What would you like to have manifest in the retreat in the next seven days? So Raymond was teaching a workshop. I tell a story in the book. And one guy stood up and said, in the next seven days, I want to manifest a million dollars. Now, Ray didn't say anything, but inside he was thinking, give me a break. This guy wants to manifest a million dollars in 
in seven days. This guy was, uh, he, he had a stem cell company. He did stem cell research. And the book talks a lot about stem cells, telomeres, other, other factors. Stem cells are really important in medicine. And this guy had been plugging away at his stem cell company for years and years and years, was pretty much broke. And having, having, having a million dollars in, you know, in, in seven days was just totally out of the question. So uh, that, that, that was, that was his Ray self-talk. Raymond never said this to the guy, but he just thought, wow, that's, that's an impossible goal. Then it got worse because the guy next to him stood up and said, I also want a million dollars in the next seven days. <laughs> Ruh <-roh. laughs> no, no Raymond saying, give me, oh no. <laughs> two, two, two impossible foolish dreamers. Anyway, the last day of the retreat, the stem cell guy stands up and says, I'm going to tell you, the guy next to me, his dad is an investment banker, and he made an introduction for me the next day with his dad. His dad got so excited by my stem cell company and my, my research, his dad agreed to raise $100 million in an IPO for my company. $100 million for my stem cell company. And that was his, his story. I uh, got $100 million. The guy next to him stood up and said, yeah. And I did introduce that this, this, this guy to my dad. He did agree to raise $100 million for him. And I get a 1% finder's fee. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> there are just wildly outrageous stories like that in the book, and uh, they will just make your head spin. There are historical stories from a long time ago. There are modern-day stories from, from today. There are historical stories. There are medical stories. There are sports stories of people who did, did the impossible. So uh, you begin to realize that our consciousness is powerful, and as we fill our consciousness with positive ideas, with inspiring thoughts, as we tune in, as you say, to those elevated emotions, that things really start to shift in the world around us too. Yeah, no, it's exciting. Well, I uh, I can't wait to get my hands on a copy of the book. Um, and uh, you and I both have done some work with our mutual friend, Dr. Joe Dispenza, which we've also witnessed a lot um, of, you know, how the power of our mind can actually, you know, change our physiology and change our reality and change and heal our bodies. So, um, you know, I think you and I have plenty of proof, um, but I really highly recommend that if you're watching this show, um, that you get your hands on, on Dawson's book. So where can we send them, Dawson, to be able to connect with you and to do that? The website, to matter, mindtomatter.club. So it's not .com or .org.net, it's .club, mindtomatter.club. And there you'll get a whole bunch of bonuses in addition to getting your copy of the book from your favorite retailer. Wonderful. So, guys, that's mindtomatter.club. Uh, is the website and the banner or the link will be to the side so you can click on that and go directly through to that so dawson thank you again for being with us today and sharing this information and and uh, best of luck with everything <laughs> thanks for inspiring me and millions of other people too thank you wonderful so guys i encourage you to share this video please let's get the word out by using the twitter and the facebook share buttons on this page um like i said dawson's link is to the side there and don't forget after the show's over click the link below the video so you can download my ebook version of never in your wildest dreams so until next time remember to live large choose courageously and love without limits we'll see you soon <laughs>